Welcome to No Time to Waste, the podcast that inspires and motivates us to maximize our moments. I'm your host, Allison Haddon. I'm battling terminal cancer, but I'm focused on living my best life as my best self every day. Join me as I chat with resilient adventurers, seekers, trailblazers, and exceptionally good humans as we explore what it means to live fully because there's no time to waste for all of us. Megan Taylor is a kick-ass DJ who gets that music is the soundtrack of our lives. We met when she was hired to play the after party at an event for my company years ago. Her beats were solid. Her sneaker game was on point. I loved her vibe. And once we got to talking, I realized quickly that this was someone who knew that they were a spiritual being having a human experience. So in this conversation, Megan and I got to talk about what we think is really going on here in life. We talked about the spiritual world, death and dying, past lives, mediums, you name it. It was a welcome perspective that made me wonder that maybe this time on earth is just one chapter for us. And whether that turns out to be right or wrong, the idea of it brings me comfort. Oh, and don't forget to check out the No Time to Waste playlist on Spotify for beats that will motivate you to maximize your moments. So here's DJ Megan Taylor for No Time to Waste. We're just going to get into it. Basically, that event... The, the jams were so good. You were wearing sweet sneaks. I want to say you were wearing like cool, like Jordans or Nike, like something awesome. Probably. Yeah. The vibe was cool. And I got a bunch of shit from everyone that I worked with. Cause they were like, are you hitting on the DJ? And yeah. I was like, no, mate. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, so I caught a lot of shit for that. Um, and I think anyone from Glassdoor would die right now if they were like, wait, the DJ from that event you like still talk to? And I'm like, yeah, she's fucking red. Not only are we talking, we're doing a podcast together. Hell yeah. Um, and I just feel like even in that day, while you were supposed to be, quote, working, um, you were like spinning your beats. And within like three minutes, we were just like talking like spiritual shit and music and we went real deep like while there were like beats on in the background and, like, I would be like so you know what's your biggest fear wait I gotta transition this song okay, yeah <laughs> and go back to you <laughs> it, was, it was real casual it was super casual um but yeah you know it's very cool to like look back at my life and now see people that I I didn't know how they were going to come back in my life, you know, but just people that I was just like that person, that person, they have a thing, they have a thing and I have a thing with them and who knew. Okay. So the reason why I reached out to you and said, DJ Megan Taylor, not only are you a global international phenomenon, once also called Chicago's best DJ. That's a quote I used. Yeah, it was a good one. And you also, um, I had you curate a No Time to Waste playlist on Spotify um, for our listeners. So if you guys uh, haven't seen that yet, just go to Spotify, search No Time to Waste, and you will find a sweet-ass playlist that will get you motivated and stoked. But that's not the reason why we're chatting here today. We're chatting here today because you and I have like tiptoed into the waters of like the spiritual realm and like what is going on here and something's happening and vibration and energy and you know it it might get a little it might get a little kooky. A little uh, 
<laughs> yeah, a little woo, you know, like a little like we're doing a virtual smudging right now with sage. I don't, oh, mine's you know, right here. <laughs> yeah, see crystals. Like you probably have a whole crystal collection. I do. Yeah. I'm wearing yeah. one. Yeah. See, I just, I just want to talk about it because, like, I want to yeah, hear like s- somebody with your perspective because, like, I'm at a point now where everything's on the table, <laughs> right? Where I'm just like. Yeah, I am facing this diagnosis and I don't know how much time I have left. And as early as this week, I was with my oncologist on Monday and I was like, this isn't my last ski season, is it? And he's just like, I hope not. I was like, you hope so. I was like, do you think it's like likely like 50% more than 50%? And he was just like, I can't, I can't say that at this point. And I was just like, oh, come on. Right. So, um, I am just like all applications accepted, like all religions, all thoughts and prayers, like all anything that as long as it doesn't hijack my my treatment, I'm like on a quest to get answers to an idea of what happens to us after we leave this earth that will bring me comfort and peace and I can make it my own. It doesn't have to be one. I don't have to yeah. subscribe to one ideology or one religion or one person's perspective. I can take little bits of both. And I was just like, I got to talk to, I got to talk to <laughs> me- I got to talk to DJ Megan Taylor because she's not just about the beats. I was like, I think I could ask her questions and she could tell me what she thinks, not as an authority, you know, right. but like just as a person who's like, here's what I think. And these are the types of questions I've been asking other people, too, who have very different perspectives. I live in a very exploratory life and I like to learn about myself and create meaning for myself. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the close the more I know, the the farther I get away from any fucking answer, you know. And mm-hmm. so one thing that I've been really thinking about my life right now is like, I just think humanity and humans and a human being, there's why we're on this world and what we're supposed to be doing in this world. There's so many unknowns. And I think it's just a lot to sort of like be in this question of without these specific answers. And as humans, we like answers. And I don't think, Mm -hmm. I think because we like answers because we don't want to be uncomfortable. And there's just a, just being a human and like, what the fuck am I doing here? And how did I get here? And I am going to die. And if you really wrestle with those things, it's uncomfortable. And so I, I have just realized I do all this shit all day long. I'm busy. I, I'm in work. I'm, I get into relationships. And I think a lot of it is very purposeful and meaningful, but a lot of it also is just to avoid like being and being in, in those questions too. And so in many ways, I've just noticed how um, I, I'm trying not to run from it all and go into it a little bit more for myself in like different ways. So I basically um, have opinions, but they change a lot. And I'm, I'm right there with you on a very similar quest and question. Okay. First question. Okay. Let's go. What is this all about? What are we doing here? Right. What is the, what is the purpose? Like what, what are we doing here? You know, I don't, you know, I don't really know what that, where I'm at today and where I've been in the last, so my 
career really collapsed because we had just mentioned I was a DJ. So my career collapsed as a DJ last year. And it was one of the best things that ever happened to me in a lot of ways because I had to let go of my identities. I had to let go of like the things I thought I was supposed to do, the control, the career path. And, you know, what came out of that was a lot of my shit around like feeling um, that there's this, you know, comp- these ideas of like our self-limiting beliefs of, you know, my worthiness was tied to what I did. My value was tied to what I did. And I really started to explore those things which were very much rooted from my childhood or potentially past lives and things and karmically things I need to do. And so my thing right now is I don't really necessarily like we can go back to your original question, but I think part of it is like, is to heal a lot of the things that I didn't know I needed to heal. And I think that um, being knowing myself in those ways and healing those things and being able to affirm myself without like all this, uh, you know, all the, 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 the hoopla around being a DJ is a hundred percent of my, is a hundred percent of my journey. And I didn't understand that at all before. Yes. The ego that's tied up in the identity or who am I, if I'm not that person, you know, I, I think the two things that have been hardest for me have been the disconnection of feeling like an athlete, um, and feeling like, you know, a business lady. um you know yeah like I I think sometimes people think like oh my god I've got to go reinvent myself like I'm not on purpose I I don't I think personally it's like not what you do it's how you do it and what I witnessed in you is like maybe that marketing person you wanted to look good you wanted to achieve you wanted money I mean there's nothing wrong with all those things right but what I've witnessed in you and again I didn't know you that well I mean you're just here to like deliver some some truths and to, mm-hmm. and to share things that are really important to you and you've no time for bullshit and you've no time to hide and you've no time to be anyone but yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I admire that very, very much. And I used, I lived, you know, I lived a lot of my life and I still do trying to like look good and hide and it's just <laughs> gotten me not really where I want to go. And um, it's held me back you know, in a lot of ways, I've, let, I've allowed that to help me back my need for other people's like, you know, affirmation. And so there is an unleashing that I found when I was like, well, fuck, like, if I get to reinvent my career, then I'm going to reinvent my career. I have no idea what it's going to look like. And you gave me a lot of good mm-hmm. advice. But I'm just as creative as I was a DJ. It's just in a different way. And I still mm-hmm. love to create and stuff to put, self, to put myself out there too. So it's been um, it's not really like, it's like the, the, the ways I'm being, which is like also, you know, right now in the world, a lot of people are talking about like the masculine and the feminine, the masculine is all about doing and, and the feminine, which are just different values that men and women have inside of them or whoever, you know, all, all people do. And the, the, the beingness, I think we have a lot of uncomfortableness with, and that's what I'm trying to do more. On this weird path. Like I am actually now like aligned with my purpose in a way that I was never before that I always wanted to find. And now I have zero doubt, like in my gut that I am on the path of what I'm supposed to be doing, which is spreading this message, maximizing every day and helping people. And it feels way better than any job that I've had in the past. That's amazing. Yeah. And I I mean, again, 
came at quite the fucking cost. Um, you know, right? it takes, yeah. And I mean, you, um, like you really were forced to surrender, you know, <laughs> and I think people experience that in their lives in different ways. And I also think though in surrendering, like you can allow yourself, like, I don't think we're just here working alone. In my opinion, I, I, I believe that we have guides. Like I mm -hmm. think we can call on our guides. And I think when we allow ourselves to surrender and open spirit can, and the divine and like God or whatever you say can work through mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. and it can be amazing to work in that way. And I don't like live like that all the time, but I think what you were saying, you can touch on that and you, that can feel, and that is, can be a purpose and purposeful. I used to thought, think I did, I've done a lot of retreats and a lot of things. And I used to think a purpose was like, what is my purpose? What am I, is my purpose? And I really adapted it to more of like, how my being is kind of what I was saying before is my purpose. Like, am I, am I really being honest in this moment? Like that is mm -hmm. being my purpose. It's not about mm -hmm. like, Oh, I'm going to go change X amount of lives, which matters. But I was like, Oh no, this is just about like the way that I show up in the world is my, is, is how my purpose manifests in every small interaction to big interaction. I totally, totally picking up what you're putting down. Um, <laughs> I, I want to back up to, because again, I want different perspectives. Um, you mentioned past lives. Yeah. So do you believe that all of us have like a, a chain history of those past lives? Yeah, I actually do. And I, I yeah. couldn't wrap my mind around that for a long time. And or I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm here in this life. Like, And now that I've done more, um, like I've done some medicine journeys and I've yep. had people well, tell me that, you know, I, what I was, you know, and it's kind of fun. They're like, well, no, you were like a Roman soldier. So someone just told me like a male Roman soldier. And I did like horrible things. <gasps> Megan, yeah. you did horrible things. Apparently she's like, you need to go get your karma cleared. And I mean, who, you know, and I, how does one get their karma cleared? I, I didn't get that far too. Okay. I, 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 you know, we, and she also was like, you're an am like an Amazon woman and she could kind of go through my lineage. And I, that was more of a fun thing, but I definitely now believe in uh, past lives and reincarnation. And, and I think sometimes there's this beautiful link and people, there's people who like channel this, that kind of what you're working on today is stuff you still haven't completed from past lives. So the, mm -hmm. and so like you can complete it in this. And a lot of people now there's a thought that are, there's a lot of, people awakening, especially mm -hmm. like right now that they're completing their karmic lineage from their families and generations before too. to start. You can start like a new thing, it's a new way of being. Do you believe? That? I believe, and I, I, I come at it with an open mind because I personally think it's crazy for us to think that yeah. we as humans in this moment in time on this planet are like the center of everything. Like, I just think that there have got, there's got to be beings out there that are far more sophisticated than we are as humans, right? There are so many planets and galaxies that are out there. We are literally just like a freaking ant um, on this spinning globe. And there are things that happen in life that I can't logically explain. Science can't explain it. 
And so as a result, like I'm just trying to keep an open mind with everything because why would I expect my pea brain to be able to understand everything that's here? You know what I mean? So do I, do I know the logistics of like past lives and how many and how does one clear it and how does one find out about said past lives? Like, no, I don't know any of that stuff. And, and that's okay. Um, but basically I'm at a point right now where I'm like, dude, anything's possible. I know. And anything's possible. And like, do you, in that belief of past lives, does that bring you a sense of comfort when you think about death and dying because you see this just as a kind of one adventure in like a series of lives? I don't think my mind, like you can't hold it in your mind, right? And Mm -hmm. so it's like not a mind thing. It's just sort of like for me personally, because it's just beyond the mind, right? And beyond, it Mm -hmm. just, we can't know it to be true or not know it to be true or make sense of it all too. So I like, like what you were saying, like, you know, Hey, what do I know? And I think it's just way more interesting to be open to things. And that concept I wasn't open to over a long time. And then I like changed my tune. I had this guy who did like this angel reading on me, which angel families I was from. And he was like, Oh yeah. Like we were talking about my mom. He's like, well, your mom was your daughter in your past life. And I was like, Oh, well it kind of makes a lot of sense. Like in ways that we have conflict and the ways that we Hmm. are together. So it, take it with a grain of salt or whatever, but. Uh, okay, wait. Well, now I need to be like, okay, so what about mediums? What's your take on mediums? Oh, I love mediums. I mean, I would say, I, I just think you have to be so discerning about if you work with anybody. But like, I have a woman that I work with regularly. She does a reading from mm-hmm. the divine before we talk. Okay. So she gets downloads. It might be about like where I'm at, what I'm up against. It could mm-hmm. be something very deeply personal. It could be about a relationship. But what I like about it is she doesn't she doesn't really forecast. Right. She helps me understand like kind of where I'm at, and it's so accurate. She's so good. She's helped me. She's she's helped me so much this year in a way that I I would never have believed. But she doesn't really future forecast, which I appreciate because like. You know, I don't know if that's helpful for people and mm-hmm. I don't trust everybody. And so I just feel really discerning about the future of being like, oh, well, you're going to, you know, meet someone at this date. And like, I don't right, know, right. I'm not into that stuff. Right. But I'm into having help from somebody who can see past the veil and pop, maybe help me in this life. Okay. So you're talking about basically like an intuitive. And I believe, I believe that there are, there are people on this earth who are, they have a gift, right? Just like uh, prodigies and, you know, they, their gift is that they can tap into and intuitively pick up on things that the average person can't. Yeah. And there's people who have, they're called like people of different clear senses, right? So you can be clairvoyant. You can, you can, people have a knowingness sometimes. Some people can actually yes. see things. So people tap into things. And honestly, I stopped drinking alcohol and I know you don't drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's like my gifts like widened and opened in my opinion. It's been very special. Which is awesome. And by the way, number one, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Because it's really fucking hard to just even, even someone who just has a habit, right? Or I mean, socially, 
alcohol being just part of the scene and to kind of break that habit initially and free yourself from that is really difficult for for anybody. When I was able to take away the obsession with drinking and partying and drugs, it was just like all of a sudden like I had so much capacity to pursue life and like go live it. Um, and, uh, I just also love that there are so many different options now. It doesn't have to be a, a total black and white situation, um, with people. You don't have to identify as an alcoholic. Like if you want to see what life is like without alcohol, like you don't have to wait for something, you know, awful to happen in order for that. You can, you yeah, can I think just... there's, you know, the, the movement, the sober curious movements happening, and I did a post on my Instagram. Is that what we're calling it? Sober Curious? Yeah, it's Sober Curious. Cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, there's a lot. You know, and I did a post on it on my social media. And, you mm-hmm. know, um, I can't tell you how many people were like, I'm so interested in this. I think a lot of people are waking up to the fact that they don't want to drink as much any, in a way that was I've never seen it before. Because I've talked yeah. about it before. And it was always like, don't go there. But I just think like, God, think about how the world is numb, you know, and I'm not saying alcohol, it's, it's, I'm not judging. The other thing that really angers me is I just, the advertisement that goes to like, take Rosé, like Rosé is at yoga, Rosé is with, with, with moms, mm-hmm. Rosé, it's in the marketing. And I just think mm-hmm. it keeps, I just think it keeps women and this asleep, you know, and not, and, and of course yeah. men too, but it's like, wow, like. They just shove alcohol down people's throats. And I, I I really am a believer. I'm kind of finding much the stronger voice and opinion about alcohol and how it's it's a lot more dangerous than I think we give credit to. And it, and it numbs in a way that's really disempowering. So I agree. I agree. The problem is, is there's a lot of money behind um, big alcohol and big tobacco and, you know, uh, but yes, I'm I'm on the same page with that. I'm just happy that you and I know what, how much brighter the life, life is, you know, every day when it's not dulled, um, or we're not numb and we're, you know, building muscles internally to navigate life, you know, without any crutches. Um, so good for us. And which kind of goes back to the beginning where it's like, wow, like, why are we here? And we just want to fill voids, you know? And and I think that is human nature. And I think that a spirit from a spirituality perspective, like a lot of like Eastern religions, and I think they have a way more healthy relationship with um, the mind and body connection and the spirit Mm -hmm. connection too. Going back to like the business what do you, okay. Two questions. One, how, describe your kind of higher power or divine, or what do you, what do you think is powering everything that's going on here? I grew up very Catholic. So I grew up very oriented to being a good girl and not sinning. And, um, this idea that, were born with sins and it's just, I took a lot of reprogramming and I actually had to, I started going on spiritual pilgrimages, like when I was in my twenties with this group Mm -hmm. and I was like, Oh, 
I'm not Catholic. And then I'm like, well, what am I? And then I just started exploring things. And I mean, it, it was just so, so I saw like magic happen in, in different places and just things that blew my mind. And I was like, wow, like I just need to be a student. I don't know anything. But then when I got, I got a master's in transformational leadership. So I had this whole long journey and this is like a long story of going to different places and meeting with different leaders and, and trying on different things and having different experiences. And um, when I was getting my master's, I had a Christian pastor that was my mentor. And he was like, Megan, you've never formed an adult relationship with God. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you've just, you're in, re- you're almost like in reactivity. So like, I, I, I was like, wow, he's right. Like what I realized is it takes a lot of guts to say what you believe in, in a world where mm-hmm. there's absolutely no certainty. And I was sort of just, I was just like, well, I don't subscribe to any of that, but I still would play in it if that makes sense. And it was just, and it was awakening for me to be like, have my own relationship and go, go towards something. So then it changed, you know, and I think I've done a lot, a lot the like sort of this divine feminine, this mother earth, the goddess has been a huge part since I've had huge comfort from it and felt such a huge connection to the earth. That's really changed my life too. And that's so different than being like, well, this is what I believe in. You know, it's a relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, what's been turned the most in me. That's a really interesting perspective. I had to create my own adult relationship with whatever I thought was out there. And Deepak Chopra, his writing, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success and um, The Book of Secrets, like those, those books like finally like spoke to me and I crafted my definition from there. But as you said, like it evolves, it continues to evolve. I want it to continue to evolve. Like I want to get to a point where I have a relationship because at the end of the day, it's just you, right? When I die, it's just me. And if I can't find comfort and solace in time with myself and find a voice and a connection and build a relationship with whatever is out there, like, so that I don't feel alone. That for me is like my task now yeah. in terms of my like spiritual evolution. Yeah. Um, which is part of the reason why I'm purposely seeking out different people's perspectives and learning what they believe and taking what I want and leaving the rest selfishly. Cool. It's no time to waste. I can do whatever the fuck I want. No, I'm a, I like that so much and I relate to it a lot. And I'll say, you know, the, the thing that you said about like finding comfort, you know, and the only thing about that, that I found is I thought that, wow, I was going to have like a warm blanket over me with like me and God. And like, mm-hmm. I just, I think sometimes that sets us up for, to feel like, we don't have a connection of God unless there's, it feels super good. And I don't think mm-hmm. that's how it actually works. Mm-hmm. I just think hum- being a human and being in our pain and being in our suffering and being able to connect to ourselves, like is kind of what the game is, if that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. I think our fucking darkness and our, the shit that we don't want to see is the pathway to sometimes actually have a deeper connection with whatever we want to have with too. And so I think it's kind of dangerous and spiritual bypassing is dangerous because being a human is hard. Like walking to Starbucks, some guy might 
say something really rude to me, it's going to really hurt my feelings. And like, there's just no way I can escape that human moment. And I, 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 I just am really getting more clear about this for myself. Cause I was talking to someone else about it. This is why I would drink. This is why I wanted to get escape. Cause it's like human life is, can be beautiful and painful and it's all the things. What do you think? What do you, when you think about death and dying, which triggers for us as humans, existential terror and death anxiety. And there's a lot of research around it. It's, it basically throws our system into uh, like we short circuit because we're built to survive. And the idea of thinking about quote, like not existing is terrifying. Um, What do you think today happens when we die? My current thinking on that is that our, we are souls in a body and our souls don't die and our souls live on. I, if in this moment, truly believe that there's something really beautiful, you know, on the other side of it all. And, um, and it's for it just in the, we chose this body, but we're so beyond this body and we're all connected. And there is, you know, a lot that, of a lot of amazing things that happen when we, when we pass. I'm, I, I'm like getting on board with that too, because I've now talked to enough people who have been with another human when they've passed on and they've described the experience as like not scary and the person not freaking out and having it be just like a really gentle transition and there's so much data around like NDEs like near-death experiences of people coming back right and then saying to doctors like why did you bring me back like after did you see the Netflix yeah I just saw the first the first episode all right so it's called um surviving death I'm subscribing to the belief now that even if I'm wrong about agreeing with you in the fact that our spirits live on, right? They don't die with our physical body, that maybe we do have future lives and we've had past lives. And maybe this is just one, one stop on the train line, whatever is in front of us, we can't wrap our heads around, but maybe it's more beautiful. It's different. You know, but maybe it's more beautiful and amazing than we could even imagine. And there will be things about this life that we miss, you know, but there are also great things that are in front of us. We just, we just don't know what it is and what's the worst that can happen. I'm wrong. Fine. You know, if it makes me feel better, um, when I do have those moments of panic, which are very, very real, um, then, you know, who cares? Last question for you. What's around your neck? Talk, talk to me about crystals. Basically, it's to protect my energy. And oh. then it's also to sort of expand it too. So, and I've actually found a ton of comfort in it. Um, when I've done things, I like grab it. And I like feel like it kind of protects me. And they all, you know, have different meanings. So whatever I'm at in my life, like where I think I, what I need, I'll buy them. I want to clear energy. I want to clear my I'll mind. send you. I'm going to send, send you me a clearing energy. <gasps> packet. 
that's what I want. I want something. I want some little, some crystal something. I got you. Well, this was great. I need, I, we need like, let's get on the crystal train. You're going to get a package. I need your address. (laughs) Okay. So if you really want to maximize your moments, you could pitch in and help us get the word out. Just rate and review the podcast on iTunes. That's it. Oh, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss future episodes and bonus content. For more motivation, head to notimetowasteproject.com or join the squad on Instagram at notimetowasteproject. Grazie mille.